0: This is a headgum podcast.
1: This is why you're single. This is why you're single.
0: Welcome to the This Is Why You're Single
1: podcast. I'm Laura Lane. And I'm Angela Sparrow. We are the co writers of the book, This Is Why You're Single. Every week we highlight a different dating topic. This week's episode is Surviving the Holidays.
0: Happy Holidays. Happy Holidays. Happy Chris Monica Kwanzaa. New Year. New Year. Yes. Also in the lineup, we're talking about what's new in dating news. Does cuffing season occur in year round warm climates? Good question. And should you break up before or after the holidays? Then we're diving into the mailbox to answer your listener questions, including one listener who claims she's the victim of a new phenomenon called mosting and another who wants to know all about having shower sex. And apparently we're the experts on that, Angela. Oh, for sure.
1: But first, what's going on in your week? well you know in previous episodes i've been giving ian a lot of shit lately but he doesn't listen to the podcast good fun oh no he definitely doesn't every now and then i'll show him like an email from a listener that is like oh i can't wait for you to get engaged Like (laughs) keeping a close eye and i'll show him and he'll be like oh did you talk about that and i'm like "No, once or twice a couple times just a couple times but you know yeah i've been giving him shit just just joking Totally Just joking around. Joking. He is a good dude and I have a great story of something very nice that he did for me recently. Great. What I was it? I was able to outsource my shopping to him because I love new clothes. I do not like the process of shopping. Uh, the other day I was at work and I there was like a sweater at Forever 21 that I wanted. I didn't feel like walking over. I didn't really feel great. And I was like, I wish there was like a service, like a seamless where I could like day of be like, this is the sweater that I want, deliver it to my door. And I was like, okay, that service doesn't exist, but I do have Ian. So I texted him <laughs> a screenshot. Well, I mean, you, you
0: could do like Postmates, I guess. But do that, they do clothing? I mean, I think they do whatever the hell you want. I feel but,
1: like then I, you, but
0: then what's the point of shopping at Forever 21 if you then have to spend like yeah. $50 on someone getting you that $12, exactly. $12 sweater? It was like a, <laughs> yeah, like a
1: $15 shirt. Yeah. Very cheap. um So I was like, I never actually thought that he would do it, but I I went on the website. I took a screenshot of like the exact sweater that I wanted and I sent it to him and I was like, if you happen to walk by a Forever 21, because we do live in New York City, there are Forever 21s everywhere. If you walk by one and you see this, I'm a size medium. (laughs) And he was like, okay, sure. And I was like, really? He's like, yeah, sure. So I got to go home sit on the couch and he was taking pictures of like racks and being like, do you want this? Do you want this? What size is the small? It's a little small. I don't know. And I was like, but you sent him the picture. You sent him the picture of the sweater. Why yes, was he taking pictures? He picture got of this- that. But then he, he, he wanted like, to buy you it- other stuff. He was like, they have it in other colors. Do you like this color? Oh my God. This is so sweet. It's like, you're, I trained you well. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what a little angel pie. I know. So I'm not going to like abuse that privilege I'm not going to do it too often but
0: he did a shopping spree. oh my god I want Nick to go shopping and like take pictures of shit in stores and be like do you want this do you want this and what about this
1: that's like a dream come true believe me I don't think he'll do it all the time but yeah like it was it was really nice in the moment and Ian does kind of like he doesn't like care what I wear but like he he does he'll like look at things and be like you would look cute in that like I I like that that's so sweet so like I think it was kind of fun for him to like be like oh like this is this is I like I would like a girlfriend to wear this yeah you do you know, like
0: this I've a lot of guys listening I mean maybe I'm wrong but I, I think they would probably they probably would be fun to like have a girlfriend shop for maybe I don't know right I mean as a as a girl my dream is to like my dream was always to have like a guy to shop for but then you know I I do, I get to a little bit, but but Nick really likes to pick out stuff on his own. He doesn't really like, so if I go shopping for him, I'm kind of like scared to give it to him. It's not as fun, you know, because he's like, he's like, I I don't want any shirts.
1: Don't give me shirts. You know? It's funny because the stereotype is usually the other way around. The stereotype is like women like getting the clothes for the guys because like we have the fashion sense innately built into us. But yeah, Ian is the same way. He's like, nah. He doesn't want you to get stuff? He also well with Ian it's hard to get his size down, you know. Yeah. So he likes to try things on. That makes sense. Ugh. I just
0: yeah. Yeah. I, I, I wanna just like buy the you know, the other day we were getting ready for like a wedding or something, and I was like, Oh, where where are these shoes? And Nick was like, No, I don't wanna wear those shoes. <laughs> and I was like, Where are those shoes? And he was I was like, Those shoes look good with the and He's like, No. And I was like, you're taking away my job. <laughs> I was like, my job as a wife is to like, is to like, get to like, you know, pick out your fashion and like right. make you look good and, and groom you. Like I love picking hairs out of his moles. Is that weird? You, that's a little weird. You know what? It's like my favorite thing to do in the world. But I, 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 feel I like, like that
1: about you. In another
0: life, I was like a monkey that just basically, that just like, you know, like my favorite job as a monkey was to like pick the ticks out of like, the back hairs of my so monkey soulmate
1: Nick doesn't like when you do that.
0: Um, he. I feel like it depends. He used to a lot more. I mean, it doesn't feel good. Yeah, having, probably hurts a little. It bit. It hurts a lot, <laughs> but I really enjoy it. I just love like grooming him in general, like with anything.
1: Interesting. That is very monkey like. Yeah, I'm a monkey. Um, <laughs> I am a monkey. I love that. So this week we learned that Laura's kind of a monkey, and Ian's my personal shopper. Yeah, exactly.
0: Lovely. Uh, and maybe let's, you know, in the next week, let's make a goal to try to like, s- to like try each let's other's. Switch. Yeah, I'm going to send some pictures and have Nick go shopping for me. And, and I'll be a monkey. And, you know. I'll try- pick
1: lice out of Ian's head
0: and Does eat he it. have lice?
1: No, but isn't that what monkeys
0: do? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, I guess. I never thought about it. Uh, on that note, we are going to jump into what's in the news. But first, let's take a quick sponsor break. Mm-hmm. We would like to thank our sponsor, Lola. Lola is a female-founded company offering a line of organic cotton tampons, pads, liners, and all-natural cleansing wipes. You know, I just love what they're about. I love female-founded companies. And, you know, I've said before, I am, I've am i gone completely organic in my products that I use because, you know, the stuff gets into my skin. Now I'm breastfeeding. This is important. And in general, I just don't want to put, like, things up my vagina that have, like, a bunch of toxic shit in it
1: same not into the toxic shit up my vagina who
0: wants that but that's what i was doing for like i don't know the first two decades of my life because i didn't know better most people just don't know better i'm like you know brands i will not name you know try to market to young girls and we don't know any better so i go to the freaking grocery store and i buy these Bad products. And now, thank God, there's a subscription service, which I love to subscriptionize my life. So I don't have to think about stuff. It just comes to me. And I know it's got like, you know, no bad stuff in it.
1: Yeah. Our eyes are open. We're tampon woke now. We are. Lola makes your month a little bit easier. Here's how. Their subscription is fully customizable, so you can choose a mix of products, mix of absorbency, number of boxes, and frequency of delivery. Lola's subscription is super flexible. You can change, skip, or cancel your subscription at any time. You pick your products, choose from organic cotton tampons, pads, or liners, and all-natural cleansing wipes, or a box of each. Why not? There's also the Sex by Lola line that I'm a huge fan of because they have great lube. That's right. The line is available for subscription also. You can add to your period subscription so everything is conveniently delivered on your ideal schedule. In addition to condoms and personal lubricant, Lola now offers cleansing wipes as well. Very cool.
0: For 40% off of all subscriptions, visit mylola.com and enter single 40 when you subscribe. It's not our typical just single code, guys. This is important. If you want to get that 40% off hookup, visit mylola.com and enter single 40 when you subscribe. Single and then the numbers four zero.
1: Angela, what are you reading about this week? Okay, burning question, no pun intended. Does cuffing season happen in warm places too? An expert weighs in. Does this you- I am so excited to know because it is true. The whole thing about cuffing season is like it's
0: like it's cold, it's snowing, it's blizzards. You don't want to like, you know, you just want to like hunker down with your boo and right, like you want to be booed up and like, you know, drink some apple cider and hot chocolate and like watch a movie. But if it's hot out and like the weather never
1: changes, Do you need to do that? Right. Do you get that desire? What's the verdict? Okay. So this was uh, by Elena Rubin on Elite Daily. So Elena grew up in Florida where it's hot all year round. And she said that she had actually never heard of cuffing season until she moved to New York where we have seasons. So she was like, let me find out if this is like a universal thing. She sought out an expert. Uh, Her expert was Alessandra Conti, who is a matchmaker at Matchmakers in the City, which is based in both Los Angeles and New York City. Um, So she, she sees all different types of weather for daters. And she says the cuffing season is a very real thing from coast to coast. Weather is irrelevant. She says... During cuffing season, the numbers don't lie. We see an increase in signups and new clients during the months leading up to the holidays. It doesn't matter if you can sunbathe during cuffing season or need to bring out your winter boots. The months leading up to the holiday season are filled with people getting into new relationships. And her theory is that it's uh, because of the holidays, not because of weather.
0: You know, I guess it's like a mixture of both, Mm -hmm. but that makes a lot of sense. Because, yeah, you want to, like, have a boo to... hang out with on Thanksgiving and Christmas and like make out with on
1: January and then right around the corner is Valentine's Day. So that makes sense. Exactly. And people feel pressure from their family and all this stuff. So, so yeah, it's the holidays. Nobody's safe. We are all in danger of cuffing season. We're in the heart of it right well, now. Well, it's good. I mean, I guess if you want a relationship, it's good. If you're if- single though, it's hard to, to, cause like all the, it feels like at least all the other single people are like boot up right now. Oh yeah. you yeah, know yeah, That's a good point.
0: Well, But now but there's the, hope. Yeah, but I guess, you know, uh, cuffing season lasts through through February. So, you know, even though it's like mid-December right now or towards the end of December, it's probably like still not too late to like do a little late cuff for New Year's and Valentine's Day. That's right. I a mean, that's when I, cuff. Meant, that's when I That's also- I met I, Nick. I am a perfect example of a late cuff. I cuffed on 12-12. This is episode comes out twelve nineteen.
1: I cuffed Nick on twelve twelve. Also, tbh, kind of fun to be single on New Year's. Yeah, you know, like don't get all in your head about like the kiss at midnight. Blah 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 blah. Now, nah, like, it's more fun to like go out with your friends and like there's the excitement of potentially meeting someone. Like, Honestly, you want to be a free
0: agent. My f- my favorite New Year's before I met Nick was with like th- was with three of my girlfriends, Katie, Kelly, and Monroe. And we went to I think it was like the Gramercy Park Hotel or something, and it was just us, like ladies' night out. And we happened to meet four hot Australians, like one for each of us. And it was like, I mean, it was it's just like a memory I'll always have. Is we were like, oh my god, there's four of us and there's four of them. It's perfect. It's perfect. It's perfect. Per- and we like just like danced and had so much fun. And it was honestly one of my favorite New Years. Ever because it, it was like it was just like a girl's night out, you know. Yeah, it's a fun single person holiday despite what the media will tell you. Yeah. All right, you wanna know that I've been reading? Yeah. I've been reading the Baltimore Post Examiner of all things. Always. You're always reading the Baltimore <laughs> Post Examiner. <laughs> uh well I was looking for a story about the holidays and this was the story said, Should you break up before or after the holidays? So oh. I thought this was a good one. It's written by Prakash. Prakash has no last name. <laughs> Like prints. Yeah. Um, so when is the best time to do it? During the holidays or count down the days until January arrives? EdivorcePapers.com have the stats to show that January is the month of divorces. So I guess people are like, New Year. Bummer. Starting off new. Yeah, that's a bummer. So that would suggest that most people wait until after the holidays to break up. Um, but you know, or it could be that having made the mental decision to give it one last go and hoped that the joy and goodwill of the holiday season reignited a flame and then it didn't could be the reason. Who knows? So he gives arguments on both for both sides. And then I want to know what your take is. Okay. So the argument to break up before the holidays is, number one, you save money on gifts. Not okay. a bad argument, right? Yeah. But then you also don't get the gifts. So that's sure. The, uh, you're free to enjoy Christmas single which can be fun, kind of like what you just said, going to parties is kind of like going to New Year's is fun. Like going to Christmas parties is fun. Although
1: you do have to go to parties and then explain what happened with your relationship. Yeah, that's true. Kind of a bummer. But
0: then also if you're with somebody, you don't have to think about like whose family you're going to go to. Yes. Is it my family or your family? Assuming mm-hmm. you both share the same holiday. For me that's never been a problem. And I'll never forget being on the platform and Nick smiling and me saying, What are you smiling about? And he's like, I just remember that you're Jewish. <laughs> so that means you can come home to Christmas with me.
1: It really is one of the best perks of interfaith relationships. This is very true. Thanksgiving though. Always have to duke out Thanksgiving.
0: Yes. Yeah. Well, well we switch off actually because he gets Christmas, then I get Thanksgiving. Oh, there you go. Uh okay, his other argument to do it before is new year, new, new you and new them. So you can start the new year full of optimism, you know, having already done the hard bit, you just get to like start the new year running. Uh, and then fourth is like, life is short. (laughs) Yeah. I'll just get, uh, just get it out of the way. Like why prolong something? Um, okay. Then these are the four arguments for doing it after. And then I want to know which, which side you think is stronger. I've actually been through this. So I have my own personal anecdote. Oh, oh, good. Okay. So this is for doing it after. It's like it gives you time, you know, like maybe the holidays are already stressful. You don't want to like, you're like, I've already got a lot going on. I can't deal with how am I going to break up with someone. I'll deal with that later. Kind of if you're a procrastinator, you might like that argument. Uh, It's more likely to go under the radar, you know, if you do it afterwards. Right. Uh, You don't have to like talk about it and like people are just like you know
1: they're in their own head after the holidays they've they've had a lot going on they might not even like notice that you that you broke up with someone and there's like less opportunities to get together more you know like there's less parties
0: for sure um you can disappear you know like in the new year you can Mm -hmm. kind of like you know try doing it the second week of december which would be like i don't know kind of now i guess Uh uh and then and then you know breaking up in january allows you more a lot more freedom as the dust is settling. And then you also get the support because there's people aren't maybe traveling as much after the holidays. So then you'll have like a support system if you wait till after the holidays. Okay, okay so what do you, when do you think is better, before or after?
1: So for me, what I did was after, what I should have done was before. Probably. Oh, why? But I got stuck in like that thing, that cuffing season thing actually where I was in a relationship when I was younger and I started to not really be feeling it, I would say around September. Mm. But like my cuffing season, started a little earlier because like my birthday was in September and I was like, I don't want to have a breakup around my birthday. And then, you know, Halloween, Christmas, Thanksgiving, all that stuff. You're like, just, you were in like a year-long coughing season. Yes, and every time I saw the opportunity, I saw the window to do it, I was like, oh, this is a bad time. This this would mean to do it now. So I wound up not breaking up with this person until like the summer oh my God. of that year. And like by the time I got out of that relationship, I was like a wreck because I was so miserable because it's draining being with a person that you know you're not supposed to be with for like all the wrong reasons, the, all, the wrong reasons being like, but Christmas. Uh, so I advocate for just pulling the band-aid off all right well there you go
0: that solves it i trust your expertise more than prakash no offense prakash <laughs> i've known Angela longer sorry prakash um all right we're about to jump into uh our mailbox segment but first let's take a quick sponsor break <laughs> Today's show is sponsored by Talkspace, the online therapy company that lets you message a licensed therapist from anywhere at any time. All you need is a computer with internet connection or the Talkspace mobile app. That means you can improve your mental health even if you've had trouble making time for it in the past. Therapy, oh, therapy. We need it. Yes. I feel like everybody in the world would benefit from therapy. You all need, you know, someone else to talk to because- I feel like, you know, the times that I haven't had a therapist, I try to treat other people in my life like a therapist. So either, like, I've tried to treat, like, Nick like my therapist or my mom like my therapist or my friends like my therapist. And, and they're not. They're good to, like, vent to and, like, talk stuff out with and be your friend. But you don't want to treat other people in your life like your therapist because – you know, they're not experts, number one. And number two, it's like not really fair to those relationships. Uh, Totally agree.
1: Also, they're biased. The therapist is just like an unbiased third party. Yes, that's that's probably the most important point. (laughs) So with Talkspace, you can get something off your chest whenever you need to. Talk about everyday challenges at work or at home. Just chat about life. Who doesn't want to just vent to someone? There are no extra commutes, no leaving the office and no judgments. Remember that therapy isn't just about venting your innermost thoughts or digging into childhood memories. It's also about practical everyday strategies for stress management and living a happier life. Maybe they'll teach you some breathing exercises that will calm you down. It's, it's I love it.
0: Sometimes I get like weird just like social anxieties about random shit and my therapist will she'll like help me write an email. Like if, yes. there's, if there's like an email that I'm like, I don't know how to write this email. She'll like, we'll spend like half a session constructing an email. Like every day, just like normal nuance, like anxieties about life will talk out. It's not like I'm like talking about like deep shit all the time. Like half the time it's like really stupid stuff that just causes me a ton of anxiety.
1: Um, same. One time I told my therapist I'm uncomfortable making phone calls. So she made me basically prank phone call a pizza place. She was like, just be an idiot. Just be as stupid as possible and then you'll survive it and you'll be fine. And wait, that's so it. good. Right? Therapists are just great people. Wait,
0: you had problems making like any phone calls? I was or like, just...
1: I just I get nervous on the phone because like I don't like the sound of my own voice and like I, I don't know and what I'm say. And you have a podcast. I know. Weirdly, this is fine. Wait, but,
0: but wait, I think but, that like,
1: like ordering a pizza, I get nervous. But wait, that
0: prank I'm I bet like you doing that prank phone call to the pizza place, like maybe helped you finally get the nerve to have a podcast maybe yeah let's credit that did you do that prank phone call before we started the podcast i did oh my god i owe your therapist so much gratitude as do i that's amazing. Guys, the Talkspace platform has over 2000 licensed therapists who are experienced in addressing life challenges we all face. To match with a perfect therapist for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, go to talkspace.com/single and use code single to get $40 off your first month and show your support for the show. That's single and talkspace.com/single. We would like to thank our sponsor, StoryWorth. StoryWorth makes it easy and fun for family members to share stories with loved ones with weekly emailed story prompts. Guys, I can't explain the love and joy that StoryWorth has brought to my life because I got the subscription for both my mom and my dad. And now it's been almost a year of getting weekly stories from them. And you know, the funny thing is, is I've learned a lot about my parents, obviously, from the stories, but I've also learned about their work ethic. So, like, my dad is very good at deadlines, and every day I send him, or every week he gets his prompt, he sends it, like, you know, that day or the next day. Whereas my mom will go like months without responding to the prompts. And then I'll get like a binge of of like stories all of a sudden. There's something
1: fun about that as well, I guess.
0: It's very fun. I've just like (laughs) learned a lot about how they work. I'm like, okay, my dad's very good at deadlines. My mom, procrastinator. Not
1: so much, yeah. Yeah,
0: but I've gotten like so many fun stories from them. Okay, first I want to tell you a little bit about StoryWorth. Then I'm going to read a story that my dad recently sent me. Okay, so you connect with your family. It's a great way to stay in touch, helping to bridge geographic distance by providing lively discussion topics. You learn about your relatives, questions, elicit entertaining, surprising, and
1: sometimes moving
0: responses. Okay, you you tell a little more about it now.
1: <laughs> sure. <laughs> you can also preserve your memories, pass on treasures to your children and their future families. Oh, Rilo is gonna read his grandma and grandpa's Yes,
0: stories. that's why I wanna do it. And I'm for this Christmas actually, I'm planning to buy it for next parents.
1: Well, you know, Christmas is coming up and Hanukkah and all the holidays, and this is really a good present if you're struggling of thinking like what to get a yes. family member this.
0: This is lovely. I'm getting it for both of his parents. Uh, Okay, do you want me to read you a story my dad sent? Yes. So I said do you believe in UFOs? Why? He said yes. I think there has been aliens that have visited Earth in the past. I don't think there are UFOs now. I think there's enough anecdotal evidence in historic accounts and 10,000-year-old artifacts that seem to have been built with advanced technology beyond the capabilities at the time. And, you know, when my dad used to joke about UFOs, sometimes I couldn't tell if he was, like, kidding or not. And then seeing him, like, genuinely answer this question, I was like, oh, he's not kidding. My dad, my dad is – and I think he knows some shit that I don't know because he he works at Boeing and he – Used to, like, help with, like, rocket launches. I don't know. Maybe he's privy to some government information that I don't know.
1: Interesting, though. There aren't UFOs now,
0: though. He firmly believes there are not UFOs now, but there were in the past. And he, this was, like, a genuine answer to this question. So, I don't think he's, like, fucking with my head anymore, you know? Because before, when I would say, you know, he always used to joke, like, I don't know what that, like, History Channel, you know, UFO. Oh, Ancient Aliens? Yes, he would always be like, Ancient Aliens is on tonight. I'm watching it. <laughs> and I couldn't tell if he was just saying that to like, you know, because he knew that I would kind of poke fun at him a little right. bit. But I'm like, no, he's this is real. Turns this is out. happening. He knows the truth is out there. He sure does. Um, StoryWorth has been just so beautiful to my life. And I hope it is for yours, too. Uh, for $20 off, visit storyworth.com slash single when you subscribe. You'll get a beautiful book at the end. Did we say that? Yes. No, we. I don't think we did say that. Oh, sorry.
1: Go, so yeah, you get um, a beautiful hardcover printed book with a black and white interior with a color cover up to 480 pages. That's a lot of stories. Uh, and yeah, it's lovely. Yeah. So at the end of the year... After they've answered
0: a story or a story prompt, an emailed prompt every week, then they take all of those answers and they put them in a book. You can also decide to do it for an additional year if you want even more stories. But whenever you think you have enough stories, then they'll bind them and put them in a beautiful book. It's just so cool. So again, that's $20 off. Visit storyworth.com slash single when you subscribe.
1: All right. What do we have in the mailbox? Okay, first up we have a question from Elle. Elle writes, I had been dating this man for about two months. We met on Hinge and hit it off from the get-go, both career-driven and from what I thought ready for something serious. I'm 28 and he's 33. Just so y'all know, age does not mean someone is serious. Yes. Just for few, but I get why she would say that. You'd be like, all right. so you know, stereotype. Exactly. And also, his age, I do feel like, is important because, like, he it's really, like, he should not be acting the way he's acting. Yeah, yeah, thing, yeah, no. that's true. But if you're... Yeah, like, I you're too old. It you're matters
0: 30. if it's, like, you know, I thought we were going to be together forever and they're, like, 24, you know? Exactly.
1: Yeah. Okay. All right. So, she's 28. He's 33. We went out on some romantic dates that he super thoughtfully planned out and tailored to my interests and our conversations during prior dates. He, in fact, didn't kiss me until our fourth date. It was weird, but I chalked it up to him being respectful and serious. By our eighth date, I had met some of his friends and he had met mine and he told me he loved me. Oh, wow. By the eighth date. Yeah, pretty quick. They weren't even, like, defined in a relationship, and he was, like, loving her. Okay. So she says, I wasn't ready to say it back, but I thought I had made it clear by my actions that I liked him. The following week, he was distant but still nice, didn't call or text as much, and was apparently busy with some family stuff. We set a date for the weekend, and he never responded to my text asking when we'd be meeting. Haven't heard from him since. I Googled this phenomenon, and it turns out it's a thing called mosting get it like ghosting but mosting yeah they most you like i love you i love you i love you and then they disappear yeah uh i don't quite feel heartbroken since i hadn't really gotten to know him completely but uh we were dating and i was enjoying the process i just feel confused and feeling pretty disrespected wondering if he's just some sort of chronic serial dater who's just seeking out the thrill of the chase help sad face so
0: I had never heard of this phenomenon called mosting which it's hard to get a phenomenon past us I gotta yes. say but we did cover I believe love bombing didn't we talk about oh love bombing? Yeah, that's pretty much the same thing right? right yeah you're right they called it love bombing but honestly I think I like the phrase mosting better I know it is more clever yeah mosting mosting is like yeah love bombing is kind of like I, I don't know it's, it's not like a as, lot up front it's not similar. as clear to me in the in the name yes. I get it you're like you're like bombing someone with your love but right. like Mosting is clearer to me because it's mm-hmm. play on ghosting. Um, but, yeah, why do you think people do that? Why do they
1: love bomb? Why do they most? I think that she kind of hit the nail on the head where she said he's a chronic serial dater. Like, I would not be shocked if this is something he does all the time. Yeah, he's like, I love you. Like, I love to
0: love. Yeah. I actually have, like, a guy friend like that. That, like, every, he he says, like, every person that he's been with, he has loved. And, he, and this guy's – my friend is not
1: malicious. This guy sounds – kind of like a shittier person i mean i don't even know if this person is a shittier. i mean i don't even know i bet you that he is just like kind of crazy like he's like a chronic serial dater like she said like i think he's not in touch with his emotions so he thinks he loves everyone but i don't think he really does yes that well yeah that does sound like my friend though like he every person he's been with he thinks he's been in love with and then it never works out right yeah not usually yeah, I think it's, like, a real red flag if somebody's saying I love you that early on. Because I just don't... Eight dates? Too eight early. dates.
0: Like, you're not even... I'm curious to know how long those eight dates were with it. Oh, okay. So, she said two months. So, yeah, you're not... I mean, two months.
1: It's pretty crazy. And, like, especially... That's I mean, a whenever, date a week. Things happen. People get swept off their feet, whatever. But, like, if somebody is saying I love you that early, like... I feel like they need to explain themselves. Like they need to be like, I know this sounds crazy. I don't usually do this.
0: Right. You. Do you think that he backed off just throwing this out there? Maybe he wasn't mosting her. Maybe he backed off cause she didn't say it back.
1: But like you're a 33 year old man. Uh, you shouldn't want to be with somebody who's going to be like, I love you too after two months. Like, you should know better. You should be more mature than that. Like, yeah. she was showing maturity by being like, well, I really like you, but I want to keep getting to know you. I'm like, not there yet. Yeah. Like, I don't know. His skin is a little too no, I don't thin. Think, if, I don't
0: think she did anything wrong. I'm just wondering if, like, that's what freaked him out I or mean, something. yeah, that
1: probably is, but I don't think she should feel bad about it. Because, no, no, no. I agree. Like, she did the right thing. If he couldn't handle that, then... Goodbye. It's for the best. Agreed. All right. What else we got? Okay. This is from an anonymous listener. I'm sorry. Actually, she identifies herself as mascara tears. We'll find out why shortly. She says, hi, going to stay anonymous here, but I'm in love with the show. I've been listening religiously for the past few months after going through a breakup about nine months ago with my first true, true love. Oh, sorry, girl. Uh, She says, I have a question that always gave me anxiety in the relationship and uh, may moving forward shower sex. Is it that great? How do you approach it? Especially with a new partner versus a long-time relationship. As a female, I tend to wear mascara almost every single day and oftentimes a heavier cat-eye eyeliner. And I always brush off the idea of shower sex for the pathetic fear of black raccoon eyes streaming down my face. Do you pause before shower stuff and be like, hold on, let me go through my makeup removal process before we do this? Or do you just run with it? Also, does anyone else still feel unclean after shower sex and want to take another shower solo to clean up? I love baths, trying to conquer the shower too. XO, mascara tears. I feel honored that she wrote to us thinking that we are the experts of shower sex. Well, we're clearly
0: sex goddesses. Yes, clearly. Have you
1: had shower sex? Yeah, and it's always not good. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> because, I mean, first of all, it's, it's just, like, physically dangerous. You could slip. Yes, uh, true. But, but the uh, we actually, on a not so long ago episode, we read a story about, like, jacuzzi sex, I think. and That's not good for your vagina's pH, yeah, right? Yeah, there's a lot, like, that's not good about that. But one thing that I learned from that story that explained why shower sex is also never that good, and it should seem obvious, but it washes away your, like, natural lubricant. Oh, yeah. So, like, as a lady like the the stuff that goes on that makes it feel good kind of gets washed away and it's
0: yeah you still need you still need like some like lube that you can use in the shower i guess right um okay i'm gonna answer some of her questions from my my perspective okay okay so she says all right so do they care about like what do you do about the mascara stuff Number one, they don't care about mascara running down your
1: face when they're fact, hooking up. Can, can I just add that in porn? I think that that's like a thing. Like men like kind of like that. Like right? that like runny mascara thing. It's, it's yeah, a weird fetish so thing.
0: Don't worry about that. They don't care. But um, I guess if I'm trying to think, yes, sometimes I guess that when I've had shower sex, I've tried to remove the mascara, I think. But I don't think before shower sex necessarily it was more like i was getting ready for bed and then i'm like i'm taking a shower you want to take one with me and like i may have like already wiped off the eyes right shower sex is not mean like really happen spontaneously i, I feel like that's the thing you kind of like you know even if it's your your partner that that you're with all the time like shower is a very like private time yes. you need to you know i don't think you should just like surprise someone I guess like or you could kind of like you could still surprise them but in a sexy way like knock 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 like hey do you want me to join you you know and then and they might be like oh you know actually not now I I might yes I might get like my feelings might get a little hurt but but they might be like oh they just want like private shower time
1: you know or you're like both like you know you have to get ready for something soon and you're like hey you want to shower together exactly
0: um okay and then in terms of do you need to like do you feel dirty after the shower? I think you just stay in longer. So they're like, yeah. Hey, you're done? Yeah, I'm gonna stay in here longer and like condition my hair. And then right. and then kinda take your second shower. Yeah. You know? There's
1: nothing weird about that. Like I I would agree that I feel the need for a separate shower after. Yeah, I agree too. Because it's not like you're cleaning yourselves when you're having shower sex, you know? Yeah. yeah. There's and, usually not soap involved.
0: Right. Or well, actually, okay, so So this is how I'm trying to think whenever I don't I'm not a fan of shower sex. I'm a fan of showering together. It's very intimate. Yes. We Ian and I do that just to save time. Yeah. It's like it's a very like intimate and like you can like hug and like it's a fun way to start your morning because you can like chit chat. But actually when I have had shower sex, we have started with like the hair washing first. You know, you're kind of like washing each other's hair and like putting soap on each other's body.
1: It's very yes. sensual. I really enjoy that. Well, you know what? A big part of why I don't like shower sex is because I don't want to get my hair wet. Uh, you know, I usually yeah, get and- a few days out of straightening it. So like, it's like, don't, don't think if you really want to turn me off, you're going to start touching my hair. Yeah. So you, if you
0: don't have shower sex, unless you actually want to shower, that's rule, yeah, that that's is- rule number one.
1: I agree. And then
0: how to approach it, you just say, Hey, do you want to take a shower together? I wouldn't say, Do you want to have, I mean, I guess you could say, Do you want to have sex in the shower? But I would just say, Do you want to take a shower together? Yeah. And you like, make like a winky face. Yeah. And like sometimes you have shower sex, sometimes just take a shower together. Overall, I find the positions impossibly awkward, like because I'm shorter than Nick. So just, it's like, I don't, uh, and I'm not like the tiniest person where he's going to like, Hold me up, you know, like right. they show. Yeah. That, like, who does that? Right. Exactly.
1: Yeah. That's like, well, that's just, again, like media, porn, whatever, like setting kind of unrealistic expectations for what sex.
0: But that's not comfortable needs. for Nick. Like, he doesn't want to be, even if I was like, 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 100 pounds, you know, Mm -hmm. he doesn't want to be like weightlifting 100 pounds while he's having sex. I don't think
1: I think that can only last for maybe a few minutes, but not long enough. Yeah, not long enough to finish, I would guess. I would guess. Right. So I don't know, maybe just like have like sexy sex somewhere else. But then you like baths, have like a post sex, like sexy bath time together. Yeah, that's that's a fun compromise.
0: Yeah, that's cute. And or, you know, start in the shower and then and kind of like just wash each other. Yeah. And then, and then, um, and then take it to the bedroom. Maybe. But
1: mostly no need to feel insecure about your raccoon eyes.
0: No, don't feel worried about that. Um, uh, we hope, we hope that's helpful. If you want your listener questions answered, or if you have any funny text messages from an app you want to share, email us at contact at this is why Please be concise. You can also find all of our contact info on our website at this is why Now let's dive into our reason of the week.
1: This week's reason is surviving the holidays.
0: Yes. Last year we did an owning the holidays episode and we gave tips on how to rock the holidays Mm -hmm. such as, you know, giving a good gift and never show up for a party. Empty handed, uh, how to throw a good party, you know, like uh, classical music night. Like I, I hired, had like a band yes. come to my apartment. Um, and we said, when
1: in doubt, go play with the babies and the dog if you don't want to be social.
0: Yes. Which is something both Angela and I <laughs> do a lot at parties. Do. A lot of dog love. I just like the awkward adult conversations just like stress me out sometimes. Right. So I just go downstairs and play with the the kids and the dog. It's like a palate cleanser. Yeah, exactly. I'm actually really excited now that I have a baby. I have like a great excuse to remove myself yes. from awkward social situations. It's like, oh, that the baby might need to eat. Yes, yeah, so he just ate five minutes ago, but I think he needs to eat again. I'm getting no babies, so hungry. I, I'm gonna go down to the basement by myself and remove myself from adult conversations. Um, but I thought we would also give you some suggestions this year on how to survive. Yes. Uh, so okay, so this is how to survive the holidays survive reunions by number one, skip that high school meetup. Do people still do those? We used to do those back in my hometown where. Everybody from high school would go to like this one bar when everyone was back in town. But, you know, they always caused me a lot of stress. Just skip them. No need to see those frenemies anymore. Just go to brunch with like the three or four people
1: in your hometown that you actually like. But don't go to that like, reunion bar. Just don't do it. Yeah, it really does feel good once you start getting older and like kind of cutting the dead weight of like people you only talk to out of obligation. Feels great. Totally support that. Number 2, survive the commute by loading up on podcasts beforehand to survive the drive, plane ride, etc. Uh Laura likes The Daily, so does Ian. That's one of his favorites. I listen to The Daily every day, but you know, I think I'm going to like stop listening a week
0: before I go back home or go to Cleveland. And I'm that way I can just have a bunch of dailies to binge on yes. Nick and I also we listen to the New Yorker on audible and they'll like read you the episode or yes. not the episode the issue so that's what I like I, I'm not in I get scared very easily so I can't do the like serial
1: type See, of ones I the podcast that I enjoy is a murder podcast I like last last podcast on the left is a fun one if you're looking for one also hey this is why you're single yeah great podcast to binge while you're traveling
0: uh survive the food throw some energy bars in your bag for breakfast so you don't get hangry you know like families eat at different times I don't know about your family but like you know I before I had a kid I would eat dinner at like 9 p.m at night I wouldn't eat like breakfast whatever my time the times that I ate meals were very different than my family so I would either get like hangry because they'd be trying to eat earlier than I'd want I wouldn't eat and then I'd be hungry before it was the next meal throw some energy bars in there and you know what I like to do is I do like my own Whole Foods shopping trip when I go back home to my family's house. So I can just like get stuff that I want. It makes me feel more at home. So I don't have to like, you know, eat the stuff in my parents' fridge that I'm not into.
1: Ian travels with his own little coffee grinder and coffee beans because he's a coffee snob. And you know what? That makes him feel at home. Great. I still give him shit for it because he's a snob, but I'm, I'm going to stop because you've made me see that it's it's a home thing. Yes, exactly. Next tip, survive family time by giving yourself a break. You need a rest from family. It can be too much sometimes. Even so if you're just, home just for like a couple days. Yeah, go out, take a walk, go shopping. I'm sure like, you know, if you're from someplace in the suburbs, there's a mall somewhere, go to the mall, go to the outlets, go to the movies. Just it's okay to take a break from mom and dad for a bit.
0: Yeah, survive questions about dating. This is the next tip. By just asking really intrusive questions about other people first. <laughs> Foolproof. Foolproof, yeah. So if they're about to ask you for some intrusive questions, just you know, start asking them a bunch of stuff and then they won't even go there with you.
1: I agree. That's great.
0: Uh so those are our tips. Do you have any other tips for surviving the holidays, Angela, that
1: you like? Hmm. I mean, I think that, that this is good. We already mentioned also just, you know, don't go empty handed. Bring something. That's a big thing. That Angel, Angel
0: and I were we were both we were raised right. I never show up at a party or somebody's house empty-handed. You know, yes. And it doesn't have to be expensive stuff. Like, like last year we said six dollar bodega flowers. You right. know, bring cookies to the in laws or wherever you're going. Just you know,
1: bring something. Bring something nice. Especially if you're in a new relationship and you're like, I don't know if I should like get his parents a gift or his siblings a gift because I've never met them before. Maybe this is the first time you're meeting them. Like something edible is perfect, like bringing a snack, bringing flowers because you're not overdoing it, but it's still showing that you care. A hundred percent. And on that
0: note, it is time for our Reason of the Week Breakdown. The holidays and surviving the holidays. Oh, so holidays. It is ripe for drama and intrigue, which is why the holidays have been the subject of so many films. I am testing Angela's holiday movie knowledge by reading some of my favorite holiday quotes from movies we love and having her guess the movie in a game we call Holla Bay movie quotes. Do you get it?
1: I get it. Oh, this is that a good
0: pun? I'm usually not good at puns. No, I like but. it. Holla bay, Holiday. Holiday. All right. First one. I'm wondering why a beautiful girl like you would go to a stranger's house for their Christmas vacation and on top of that spend Saturday night with an old cock up like me. <gasps> I know this. No, it, you don't. It's, uh, wait, The Holiday. One of my favorite holiday movies, The Holiday. Wait, I'm so impressed. I didn't even need to give you a, uh, like a little tidbit about I the movie or
1: about the actors. I that
0: movie all year round. You didn't need a hint at all? Yeah. That was the word
1: I was looking for. No, I love Kate Winslet, Uh, what's his name? The old neighbor says that to her. Arthur Abbott. Arthur, Arthur, as she says it in her British accent.
0: Arthur. Okay, next up. I want you to get married. I want you to have nine children and if you only spend five minutes a day with each kid, that's 45 minutes and I'd at least have time to go out and get a massage or something. Okay, this is an old, old movie. Okay, so this one I don't know. It's like an old timey movie. Maybe you watch this with your mom. I don't. I mean, even, I
1: want to say it's a wonderful life. No, but, but wait, that's what, too racy
0: for that. Yeah. What's in? What's another old timey movie? Um. Can I have another hint? Um. Okay. It's like a, they sing in it, and like the cover is them in like red gowns with white like <gasps> oh, trim. White Christmas. I knew describing the poster would work for you. I know. Yep. I, my brain works in white, an odd way. White Christmas. Thank you um you got that right okay next up with lots of help but thank you uh not even a lot okay i think you're really beautiful and i feel really warm when i'm around you and my tongue swells up is that elf you know it guys
1: i love holiday movies i love christmas
0: (laughs) i love elf it's such a good movie although a lot of stuff in it is pretty offensive now (laughs) watching it it again i love yeah just the stuff with um Peter Dinklage,
1: you know? I know, but they do give him... They don't punch down. They punch up because he has, like, the upper hand there. Yeah, you that's, know?
0: that's true. That's true. He, he he
1: literally punches up, beats Buddy up. I know, but
0: still, I feel like they resort to, like, a bunch of, like,
1: oh, he's an elf, you know? I know. But Peter Dinklage has said he will never play an elf in a movie. That's, like, a Again? thing. Oh. I don't think he ever has. Yeah. Oh, well, I guess, yeah, he doesn't It's, like, hard up. if you're an actor and a little person. Yeah, but Buddy thinks he's an elf, which I feel yeah. like is
0: on the line there. Yeah. All right. Uh, next what? I just don't understand Christmas, I guess. I like getting presents and sending Christmas cards and decorating trees and all that, but I'm still not happy. I always end up feeling depressed. It's a cartoon. Mm. The Christmas cartoon. Oh, is it Charlie Brown? Yeah. You know, this, Charlie Brown's like really depressed. I feel like this is like a
1: good like depression awareness movie. <laughs> well, what is it? Seasonal affective disorder? Yeah. Maybe Charlie Brown has it. I think he definitely did.
0: All right, last one. This is a big. This is one I'm sure that's on your your list of movies you love. Okay. Imagine your husband bought a gold necklace and come Christmas gave it to somebody else. Would you raid around to find out if it's just a necklace or Love if actually?
1: <laughs> Emma Thompson saying it to Alan Rickman,
0: or if it's sex and a necklace, or if worst of all it's a necklace and love. Would you stay, knowing life would always be a little bit worse? Would you, or would you cut and
1: run? Got her that fucking Joni Mitchell CD. Oh, that bastard! That fucking She dick. thought she was getting the bracelet, and he gets her the CD. And then he gave
0: that beautiful necklace to that hot chick. You no, know, and then they stay together. They do stay together. They do. They should get divorced. Yeah, they really should get divorced. He's a dick face. Happy m- Merry Christmas, everyone. Happy holidays. Yeah. Um.
1: Well, guys, go watch those movies. They're yeah all a little problematic, but. Still, something heartwarming at its core,
0: and that is it for this week's. This is why you're single podcast. We hope we've cleared up this week's reason. Check out our book available on Amazon, Barnes Noble, and our audiobook on
1: Audible. You can get hooked up with discounts from all of our sponsors. For a full list of sponsors and the codes, check out our podcast page on thisiswhyyourseingleshow single show.com. We're also on social, so you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at your single show. You can follow me personally on Twitter and Instagram at Sparodactyl. and
0: I'm at Laura Lane Rad on Insta and Laura Lane on Twitter.
1: Please like and subscribe on iTunes and thank you so much for listening. Tune in next week for a whole new show. Bye. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. Ba 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 ba. Da. This is why you're single. Ba 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 ba. Da. That was
0: a Headgum podcast.